0: When I see teenagers walking around Montreal, I can't help but cringe. When I see them, I automatically project my past insecurities. I have to stop my brain from regressing back to being a teenager and having all of those uncomfy, angsty feelings. When you look up teenage angst in the dictionary or on Google, what pops up is teenage Abby Stonehouse. Oh, did I know how to be a teenager. I hated being a teenager. I was confused about my future, angry with my parents, and had loads of insecurities. People look back at their teenage years and where they were with such nostalgia. I kind of don't. When I look back at what I was like in high school, man, I would like an outsider's perspective on it. There were so many years of my teenage years that I blocked out. I think I was nice. I think I was funny. I know I was somewhat mature and responsible. I don't think I was overly into drawing attention to myself, which is ironic. In fact, there were some parts of my teenage years that I truly wanted to blend into the wall. I had a small group of friends and I would sometimes transplant myself into other friend groups from time to time. I was not a popular person by any extent. Um, At the time I wanted to be, A popular person, but I'd never really meshed well with any of them. They all seemed a bit boring to me, to be honest. And if you're listening to this and you're getting offended by that statement, I'm not talking about you. When I remember my teenage years, I remember what I prioritized the most, and that was socializing with friends and drinking beer. Being a teenager in Howick was boring. At least it was for me. Uh, So we curated fun in the form of going to friends' houses, preferably ones that had lax parental supervision. There was no hanging out in malls or cafes or restaurants with friends because we didn't have those. So on a typical Friday night, I was always driven to a friend's place. Uh, We would convince someone's older brother or weird uncle to buy us booze or give us weed, and we would sit around consuming a substance which I suppose isn't much different from what we do now. But in the early 2000s, there was no smartphones, no texting, no social media. So coordinating these events happened between classes, which looking back was a lot of work, to be honest. At these hangouts, we would laugh, talk about boys, our future aspirations in life. Some of these chats were so deep, depressing, optimistic and weird. There was something special about these chats that I remember so fondly. Those moments sitting around a kitchen table made such an impact in my life. I love listening to people and having a laugh. Surprise, surprise. There were a lot of moments in my adolescence that made an impact, for sure, and made me into who I am today. I had even more of these moments in my 20s, but I suppose that's the case for everyone. Welcome to House of Stone, the podcast where everyone has a story and we get into the nitty gritty of it all. Uh, today we have David Hernan. Hello, David. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to have you. I have a little bit of an intro for you. Uh, David oh. is a comedian that is based out of New York City. Ooh, fancy. Ooh, um, he was a staple for years in the Montreal scene uh, before he abandoned us a couple years ago. <laughs> Truly, Amanda, I'm still heartbroken. Uh, he is back uh, this week uh, for some shows, and I'm so happy to have you you on this episode oh, um you. before we get into it I always ask the guests to uh say their handles on social media so like listeners can find them if you want them to find you yeah
1: I've been in a handle transition period <laughs> I'll be honest so I should have prepared my handles for this what why is there a transition I've, I've always okay because there's this other David Hernan from North Carolina okay other David
0: Hernan yeah. get it together okay yes he has all the
1: handles he has all the emails I'm so pissed off I, so you're
0: like David Hernan one or something
1: yeah uh, for a while I was I've been messaging him being like I'll give you a hundred dollars <laughs> if I can have your handle he's like 16 like that would go so far for him like please $100. I just want this.
0: Yes, yeah. I might be so low
1: balling him he just never responds to me so I get very annoyed at him uh, that's so f- does he see the message uh, yes oh yeah I'm getting left on scene oh, all day Wow. And he thinks it's weird I'm like some older guy with the same Name that's just <laughs> bothering him. Like, he doesn't like that. So but on Twitter, I'm Live Free or Davy, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, not super proud. I, like, again, I'm just whatever. And then Instagram is uh David is Hernan. Okay. And okay. again, I want to change all I mean, of
0: that's those that.
1: good those are good ones. I did mean, like a social media break in like okay. May. I okay. like stopped posting. I was like, I just want to focus on getting Good at comedy, you know. Better just yeah. being creative and not being online. Yeah, I was like so yeah. addicted to it. Uh, so.
0: It's a problem. I yeah. mean, I've talked about it in past episodes. I it's a legit. It like I have such a problem, especially part of my like my work has to do with social media oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like promo, and it's just it's it's it like. And I have to like with my therapist because I'm in therapy, obviously. Um, he was like, "Just make sure that when you're on it, you're intentionally on it." So like sometimes I'm like opening the app, I'm like, "Wait, that wasn't intentional." Let's have let's like let's have a thought. Be like, "Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this for like five minutes or like two yeah. minutes or whatever." So uh, good for you. Like, how's the break been? Well, I'm back on you're, it. So you're it's back. not
1: as of like what this week. No, like, I mean, no, I mean, okay. I was having a break from posting and being okay. like, I have to be a content farm or whatever (laughs) like I hate that idea but I was always on like anonymous social media so I'd just be on like Twitter just not looking at comedians just looking at Twitter writ large and okay, okay. then I got onto TikTok, and that was a huge mistake because I'm just watching recipes and like <laughs> 16 year olds dancing and like the war in Ukraine in like 30 second videos and oh my it's God. not helpful for my sleep at no, all.
0: No, no. TikTok is bad. Oh, it's yeah. bad. You can spend so much time on there and not realize it. And you're just like, what am I? And I've seen other people on it. And I, I think I'm a similar way where they like literally a video would go up and they, they, like zero like 0.02 seconds and then they're they're going to the, I'm like yeah. how do you know that's not what you want to watch like yeah. it's just like one next 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 Well, that,
1: that's it and then your brain yeah. is in melts. this weird it's like being hypnotized yeah you're not absorbing anything you're in this okay. weird like passive trance yeah. i uh, hate that yeah <laughs> i put yeah. some <laughs> videos online and these these kids just made fun of me too so yeah. i was like okay, uh, leave you oh off. no no they no, made no. fun of the, you it was hilarious yeah. they yeah. and the videos did fine and so i was making yeah. these dumb comedy skits For a while. Mm -hmm. But in one, I had this eye infection. So I had this like massive eye sty on my eye. And I was like trying to hide it with the editing and stuff. And I upload it. And like 30 seconds later, some guy, some kid just comments, uh, My dude's got one hell of a sty. I was like, (laughs) It found it immediately. That, that's the mistake, dude. If if if, yeah. if, you, if you got like weird
2: stuff going on like that, you, you
0: have to address it. Yeah. No. Yeah, there's people that get followers just because of oh I have a sty this week and people follow the life of this sty. That's what right. I should
2: have been doing. N- and people like weirdos. Like weirdos. Weirdos are back online, dude. If you got if you got something weird about your body going on, yeah. oh TikTok is the place for you. Oh yeah. There's like these people. Like there's this one guy. He's like a model and like he has like ninja turtle toes. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, it's like. Ninja I don't like, know is what it that means.
0: Webbed? Like, what's. It, is it's it like. It's like.
2: Okay, so it's like. Can
0: you look it up? Oh, we
2: need to put the background. Oh. There. Can
0: you show us Ninja Turtle Toast? <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, let me. Let me. Let me
1: I didn't. I didn't Yo, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway. The yeah, background for today. I like that you can pull stuff up, though. That is my favorite um, part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Show it, me it, Ninja Turtle Toast. Let's look at some deformities real quick.
0: <laughs> why not? Why this, not? <laughs> this might
1: take me a bit.
0: That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, uh, now you have something to do. Although, you're already doing so much um no like you definitely it's a it's a pat like so you're are you you are you avoiding TikTok now? Or no, well, you're back on
1: it. I'm trying to be intentional, like you said, about okay. it. And okay. the mindless scrolling's a killer. I just have to be comfortable going to sleep. And the okay. problem for me is like lying in bed. Yeah, my I mind's did. just going. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, let me just pull up some mm-hmm. social media. And then I don't like to look at Instagram in that moment because it's like, yeah. oh, how do I compare to everybody I know? Which sucks. Oh, I can relate you can't so look at that. hard. So I look at like yeah. the anonymous ones. I'm on like TikTok and like yeah. Reddit just reading bullshit from yeah. other people. And yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's also useless. It hasn't okay. helped me one iota. <laughs> so I don't know why I do it.
0: So you took a break,
1: ish. Yeah. Um, did you feel better? Um, I felt like I wasn't trying to. Okay, for a while I was trying to post like every day. Yeah. Got to come up with a new skit every week yeah. and release yeah. it. And I was doing so much other stuff in my life. Finally, like yeah. I, I, well. so I, I found I you, that Sonic. I had on the side. I had this day job. And then, yeah. Like, I was just, you know, especially in New York, I was really like, mm. I want to get in the scene here. I have to be yeah. going out every night. Yeah. So I'm trying to do like four or five like, open mics a night when I first moved there. Oh, wow. So then there's no time. So I was waking wow. up at 6 a.m., putting <laughs> a green screen up, like trying to do stupid shit in front of that. Wow, that's doing commitment. Doing my job, Holy doing mics, crap. coming home, yeah. like editing, and then yeah. sitting in bed and trying to scroll. It was too much. Yeah. It was just doing too much.
0: It's it's so much. I find like as like comedians or like people in the art scene um, who have day jobs, like it's so easy to burn yourself out, even though this is I don't like this.
1: So, yeah, I am upset. Um, I mean, I don't know the Ninja Turtles, but. I mean I know of them okay. but I never checked their feet okay. out. Okay. So this this
0: TikToker just puts content of his feet. He should be charging money mm. for his feet content though. I um, think
2: he, um, he does? Po- possibly does it but like I, I can not for some reason I can't put up the view. Also I played a TikTok by accident during the uh your the conversation just before so I don't know if that interrupted but we'll see what happens. Okay. <laughs> like it played like That's just yeah, in the yeah. audio. Okay, oh, cuz I was trying to get this video but like it took me to TikTok anyways. Anyways. <laughs> This person, if you—I can- mean,
0: I don't think there's. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. It's in God's <laughs> hands. It's <laughs> it, Anyways,
2: this person just basically has like two big toes facing the opposite directions, or I guess like they're facing each other, and it looks like a ninja turtle toe. Okay. And I love that because that's <laughs> it's just like, sick. like. So
0: was this like an immediate follow for
2: you with this account? Did not follow it. No, I don't. I don't go on TikTok like that. Okay. Like like I use I I, I've noticed like you're saying like how bad it can be. Yeah. Yeah. And like it 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 really does feel like it's like it's like fighting for my attention. Yeah. Yes. It's like if it feels like it's looking for a reason for me to stay on, as opposed to like the stuff I like like. I'm not voluntarily
1: on there for some reason, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's gross. I'm getting too old to just be having mindless hours. Yes, yes. It's like, fuck, I I hate being older now. Not like old, old. Like I'm still young, but I'm not you
0: just turned thirty. Yeah. 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 So you're not old. It's been a bummer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a bummer. You hate being you hate the idea of not being in your twenties. Well I
1: think also, so I like I was saying before the podcast, I have one friend group, they're all older than me. Yes. So that's cool. Cause I'm like everyone was already married. They were already like, you know, Mm -hmm. living these adult lives, Mm -hmm. but they still like party all the time and they still Mm -hmm. go to shows. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. Getting old rules Mm -hmm. this is fine Mm -hmm. but then the other friend group that i'm in they're all like 22 to 28 and i'm the old guy okay and and i hate that because they all just the way that they talk about that i remember living like that (sighs) and i can't do it anymore
0: i know i i mean my best friend is younger like michelle is michelle dominic yeah yeah. been a guest twice on this um she is younger but she's very mature like uh, like when i'm around like i mean with the exception of like a few, um, when I'm, <laughs> <Jester>. <laughs> when I'm, well, you're younger. Like I was gonna say, 22, and you're like basically, you're 22. I'm 23. 23. Way, I'm 23. Um, I it's mean, you're, but soul. you're very mature. There's exceptions, but like, like I said, like when I see younger people, I kind of cringe because I like my,
1: yeah,
0: I'm like I know, I know what that life is, and I mean maybe like. I mean this goes back to sort of the theme and i want to get into your idea for your project um hopefully that comes into reality eventually um we're like yeah like when i i see these young people and i like i kind of like regress i'm like oh my gosh like i remember those feelings of being confused in your 20s and figuring things out and like even more confused when you're a teenager and like I don't know, like just feeling all the angsty feelings, and um, I really love being in my thirties. I feel like I've, I'm finally growing into my personality. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, anyways, um, a lot more
1: confident in who you are is a huge thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for the sure. Twenties are like you can. The 20s are so that you can fuck your life up three yeah. to four times.
0: Yeah. And solve that and like get over that. Yeah. yeah you can lose
1: everything yeah. and then yeah. you bounce back. Yeah. If you do that in your 30s, it's less cute.
0: It's less cute.
1: You but, but You still can still do it. Yeah. You, yeah. You can
0: definitely it. still do it. It's maybe a little less cute, but you could definitely, I think you can try different things, but it's more, uh, I feel like you, you do it with less chaos.
1: I think, like, yeah. okay, if you need a change in your life, yeah. you should do it. doesn't matter yeah. the age. If you're yeah. 60 and need a fresh start, yeah. you screwed some things up, like, do yeah. it. Yeah. But the 20s are made for that. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, the prime yeah. years where nothing And do it with matters. some mania, you know? Yeah, like, be, a little, <laughs> be a little wild about it. Be a little toxic, <laughs> you know? Just a little. There's time. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's okay, you mm-hmm. know? Nobody laments a 24-year-old, like, starting over completely in, like, a new town or whatever. Yeah, yeah. If you do that at, like, 40, like abandon your family or some horrific thing if you have one. Yeah, like, it's yeah. definitely
0: less cute. Like, yeah, you <laughs> there's just
1: like a lot, you have a lot more responsibilities, which mm-hmm. suck. Uh, like, responsibilities are awful. Yeah. Then they're also like really, you have responsibilities because you have things that are rewarding and valuable in like oh, deeper yeah. ways. Well, hopefully. Yes. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah.
0: hopefully. Yeah. That's <laughs> the goal, <right?
1: laughs> But yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, let's go into your idea for yes your project, your podcast that you, like, you wanted to name it Homegrown, but I think that name is taken. Oh my god, I have like so
1: abandoned, see, I'm a big ideas guy. but I
0: like this idea, this is where I got, like, sort of bits of, like, the theme today is, like, being younger and, like, things in your young life that impact you later in life, like, I like that idea. Yeah,
1: I mean, I definitely wanted to start that, if I had, you know, I have a just list of projects that I've started and and didn't complete, and... (laughs) Everything takes me, like, five years to yeah. do. Yeah. Like, I wanted to do comedy when I was 11. Oh, my God. And I didn't start till I was, like, 26, almost <laughs> 27. Like, so.
0: I started at the same, like, I started at, like, 27. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I remember you were already doing shows when I was, like, an open micer or something okay. in Montreal. I
0: feel like we started at a very similar time, but I don't remember. Anyways, we, we'll get into that later. But, okay. like, let's go into, like, like, your idea for, like, Homegrown. What was that?
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think, um. Okay, you're the product of everything that's, like, happened to you and every decision you made and how you've reacted to things in your life. So I think it's really interesting to find out, like, the way that people are now, the values that they hold and the things that they like to do, where it came from. Mm -hmm. And, like, what was your friend group like in high school? There's, like, so many things that happened to you in high school where you're really, like – Trying to form an identity, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah obviously, it's such formative years. Yes, it's yeah, like, yeah. like that's you know, like a obvious statement, um, but like it really, really shapes you. Yeah. And I think it's really, it's really interesting to dive into that. Um, what do you think? Like, you grew up where?
1: Okay, uh mm-hmm. Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah. Well, the south shore of Massachusetts, not really yeah. Boston, like an hour from the city. Yeah. Uh tiny town, six thousand mm. people. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, it's like it used to be a fishing village back in the day. Okay. Then now it's like a commuter town for Boston, basically. Okay. Okay. Uh but it's insanely beautiful okay. and i can't believe i grew up there it's on like postcards and shit it was in a Aww. few movies it's Amazing. like uh it's very copacetic like there's a lot of woods so then growing up like you can smoke pot in the woods you can have <laughs> a few beers in the woods like the yeah. woods were everything yeah yeah <laughs> i <laughs> mean <laughs> i could relate we
0: had we had, we did that too like we there would be like fields or like yeah. where we would have like a bonfire yes. and like a oh, chill out in the the, woods. yeah yeah like again like i mean you know like i was from a small town too and uh, even smaller than uh, this one, yours. but yeah, it was just like basically like y- you found a space to like just like yeah. hang out and those were like really great. Um, so that's cool. Like how do you think um, your teenage years impact
1: you? I had <clears throat> excuse me, clear my throat. okay.. Um. Mm-hmm. So I okay, before the teenage years, like mm-hmm. middle school, elementary school, I felt like I, I was like never fitting in, mm. had a horrific time. Mm. I remember like trying to be funny just because it deflected like somebody making fun of me a little bit. Yeah. Like things like that. Okay. And I have these like horrific memories of a moment where like everybody was laughing at me. Oh, okay. and uh, I think one that really shines out is I was talking to the this girl Gabriella, was crushing hard at the time. I mean yeah, like fourth grade. That's
0: a nice name.
1: It's a nice name. It's a good name. Beautiful name. Yeah. Well, Will Leonard comes up, tries to pants me. Will. Yeah. I don't know where this kid is, but uh, I hope nowhere good. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He comes up behind me, tries to pants me, but he double pantses me, right? So the pants and boxers go down. It's like March. My little child penis is just flapping in the wind. And there's about like six women, women's a strong word for (laughs) that age, and Gabriella uh, all immediately like hands over mouth, just like laughing at me. And I was like, this is not a great day for me.
0: That's a bad day. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely a bad day. So I feel
1: like I have a string of memories that were like roughly like that. It is a small town, so it's like 48 kids in the cohort of kids that I was Uh, going to school with, so like. It's hard to move to a new circle and like reinvent yourself.
0: Yes, yeah, but I mean, you have you yes. you have multiple times.
1: So I think high school was actually really good for me. Yeah, and then like, and now like, I think right now I'm at a very good, happy point in my life. Mm-hmm. The 20s were a real mixed bag, where I really <laughs> kind of screwed a lot of things up multiple times. Mm-hmm. But in high school, I was very fortunate. Where at a certain point, my parents were like. All right, you're falling in with like some weird kids here in the hometown. Yeah. So they sent me to a school in Boston. Okay. And um, and I thought that sucked. It was like a Catholic school too. I was like, this okay. is lame, it was stupid. I was like rebelling against all of that. But I met so many people that I really liked from there, mm-hmm. and this one kid was from this town, Marshfield, which was like two towns over from where I lived. Okay. So then all of a sudden, like we started combining all the local friends we knew that we actually liked. Okay. And then in high school, I had like a really solid crew of like thirty people who I, they're still my closest friends to this day. That's amazing. Like I was very fortunate for that, and oh, wow. I could just be like my goofy ass self. Yeah. I had a very loud, probably annoying personality. You know, <laughs> I was always doing dumb things that were like. I had like neon hats, and like, why was I wearing knee high Argyle socks? Like, just to get looks from people (laughs) in public. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. It was like. Why wouldn't you? I just wanted to be loud because I thought it was like funny to yeah. like have people be like, what the hell's going yeah. on? Like, you know, okay. freaking out okay. the old people, man. And, <laughs> and then like we all played in bands. So there were like okay. three okay. bands in that friend group at the time. We'd have like house shows and just play music in somebody's basement. Like you said, some apparent with lax oversight.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you know, smoke a lot of weed and mm-hmm. play music. And that was what I did for four years. And they were like Really fun years, looking oh. back. Like I wish everybody had that sense of community at that age. Yeah, because yeah. you know that you have people that are gonna support you. Yeah,
0: you can yeah. do whatever
1: you want. There's gonna be people to come to your band show if that's mm-hmm. what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And then now, like everything in my life, I think if, especially my friend Mike. He doesn't even know he's giving advice, <laughs> but I'll like talk to him and he'll just say something off the cuff, and I'm like. Wow, that's the most meaningful thing I've heard. <laughs> and it's only cuz he that's knows you so well. So it's only cuz yeah. we've been best friends since like four, 14 or whatever. And oh, wow. uh, so I've been re- I was really fortunate to have that in mm-hmm. high school. And mm-hmm. then I, I struggled really hard cuz all that went away when I left.
0: Okay. And yes. I had a
1: really bad time Trying to rebuild some version of that, mm-hmm,
0: and mm-hmm. then
1: it turns out just crippling mental health for a few years. Yeah, and yeah. then you're like self medicating, and then yeah. that's no good. So yeah, the amount yeah. of bridges I burned in my twenties, coming out of just like a really great high school era, yeah. is insane.
0: Yeah, that transition from a high school to university is really, really hard. One, like, especially if you're from a small town and you like go to like a bigger city and you lose your friend group. I think it's definitely like, like having, like I'm so happy to hear that you had such a, like a close knit, like, bunch of friends and yeah. like that that support system there. I definitely think I did. It was definitely very a lot smaller. Yeah for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um and um it, it was very weird when leaving high school where you like you sort of like, oh, but things are sorta of be the same, yeah. but I'm gonna be in a different place. But then, like, it's a lo- It's really hard to make friends, like, yeah. when you're going to, like, a new school, yeah. when you're going to, and you're in a new city, everything is new. Uh, I mean, I could relate. I definitely had, like, health, uh, mental health problems just, like, hit me right at that time, too. Yeah. Um, so it's, like, this, but, like, now I look back on it, and I'm like, oh, that, ga- that like, I grew so much from that yeah. experience, for sure.
1: Yeah, as long as you find some way to... Be positive about getting through it, and yes. you know, yeah. get if you need help, getting the help you need, or just yeah. finding the right way to live your life that's not like damaging to yeah. you. Yeah, then you come out. And I, I don't want to give the impression that I was like cool in high school. Like we just had <laughs> a lot of like it, it was like all the band kids yeah. hanging out. You know, it was not a cool crowd. There were yeah. no like uh, football players yeah. in this. Were group.
0: the cool people in your school? Who were they in general?
1: Uh, I don't know. There were some people that we'd like hang out with, but like I did not. It was a very maybe classic feeling of there We had a big sports team in the okay. high school I went to. Okay. So there was, yeah, like the football players were like, oh, big fucking deal or whatever. Yeah, or like yeah. the hockey kids. Mm hmm. Uh, my dad made me try out for lacrosse and I just got annihilated in the <laughs> tryouts. they cut me day one and it was it was a tough look Aww. they were I just remember they were making me do push-ups and I was struggling to get like 10 through and I was like, I'm not yeah. gonna do this
0: I was never a sports person oh. my entire life and I mean in my in my teenage years like I was trying to like find who I was obviously everyone does yeah. and like yeah like, I would you know try to like be friends or like you know talk to the popular people be like am I into sports like you or am I into like yeah. this like you and I'm just like I'm not like I just I was just like part of the crowd that just like I don't know we just drank and smoked weed yeah, like Oh, uh, we smoked the- weed
1: for sure <laughs> The drinking, at least in America, I I know meeting all these Canadians when I moved up here, everyone was like, oh, we've been drinking for like four years. I was like, I just started drinking a month ago. Like, (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. And it went very poorly, (laughs) if I'm being honest. It's like, you should learn how to do that at like 15.
0: Right? I mean, was there... Did your friends group have fake IDs or anything? Was there some? I
1: got one when I was 19 because once I went to, I had moved to Canada and then I took a bus to Toronto, got a fake ID. So I showed up for like that summer back in Boston Okay, and I was like, I'd I'd put a pea coat and glasses (laughs) on because I've prescribed glasses, but never wear them just to make myself look more adult. Right? And I'd like shave <laughs> properly and I'd go into the gas station have this like Alberta yeah. ID and I'd be like, Oh, excuse me, sir. Like not even an Alberta accent. I'm like kind of British almost like
0: they're not British at all. I know. I don't even they they do have this like tanginess. No, to their, I know. Yeah. But they don't know that in Boston. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like yeah, no, what no. is
1: my impersonation of an adult? Yes. You know? <laughs> who's a responsible person? A like yeah. polite sort of British guy yeah. with a with yeah. glasses on. That's yeah. what I thought. And it worked. Almost every time. Wow. And when it didn't work, they still gave me the ID back. They didn't like doubt it enough to take it. Yeah, like no. (laughs) So
0: It is absurd to me that it's 21, the legal age. Like growing up here like 18 and then we started drinking earlier with like fake IDs. The the idea that I was 15 with a fake ID and people gave me booze is weird. It is weird. Like I look back at pictures like I'm just like obviously I wasn't. Fucking eighteen, like what kind of? But like I guess like people at like depurners, like they do not give a shit. They don't They're care like, that
1: much. They just want their their yeah, cash. I don't care. As but long I also get caught. <laughs> yeah.
0: I also worked at a depurner a couple of times, and like apparently there's these secret shoppers that the government this, like yeah. like warns these like like oh well if you sell booze you could get a fine if it's a secret shopper. I don't think those
1: exist. I I don't know. I've heard of the police doing stings with like a young looking cop. Like even in the U.S. Like, <laughs> okay. will you sell alcohol to someone under 21? You know, so the similar thing, I think.
0: Yeah. But yeah.
1: Never seen it in action. Only heard rumors. So <laughs> it's
0: all lies. It's all lies.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think like, I, I feel like it'd be good to repeal some of that. Yeah. Like historically, there was a point in the 80s where everyone was just drinking and driving and highway deaths were insane. Yeah. That the 21 <laughs> <laughs> like that's where it came from. The 21 age was like a response to yeah. politicians having all this pressure because they're like, we have like yeah. scores of dead 18 year olds. Oh, like gosh. what is going on?
2: Yeah. Uh, so I'm not like I'm not mad about the uh like the 21 thing. If anything, like like drinking alcohol and smoking weed is maybe like maybe it should be 21 here.
0: Maybe there's like I think there's pros and cons yeah, to I mean, it for sure. Like I kind of glad that like I got it out of my system. Yeah, earlier I, I,
2: I didn't have to. I didn't have the the time yeah. where I was like I was all pent up. I'm like I'm ready to drink. When when yeah. I was like when I was like 17, I'd have like a beer or two. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, I wasn't. I was never like tempted to party party. You know, yeah. like I think yeah. it was just it was a slow drip. But I kind of like realized what, what, how I felt with it. Yeah, so I was never pressured to do it, or I didn't have like you know, mm-hmm. like Rum Springer, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't go yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: I think for me, it was like, I had this feeling of like loss. You have to, because you're trying to reinvent yourself, and I mm. just come from like such a good yeah. community, yeah. Who like all had my back, and yeah. then I was, again, then I felt like I was in middle school again, in, oh, in yeah. college, where I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm struggling to like relate to people and to fit in, and then yeah. drinking is like, oh, well. Now I'm like, I'm with you guys. We're having mm. some beers and stuff. It really but then like that became softens a that
0: whole experience, yeah. for sure. And I
1: didn't realize that I had just like general anxiety to a degree that was yeah. like affecting my life. I just yeah. thought like all people just lived like mm. that somehow.
0: When when you're in, uh, you're like, when you were a kid, when you're in, uh, a teenager, did you have that narrative like about mental health, like about depression, no. anxiety, all I think, of that?
1: Well. Okay, because now everyone's mm. like, yeah, get the help you need. Yeah. Like, it's not, you yeah. got to. And of course, I mean, we're similar exactly. ages. Like, yeah.
0: I there was n- not really any talk about that. I think
1: sure. by the time I was in high school, we were at the point where we were like, no, it's good that you go to get mental health. Yeah. But me, I'm- like, <laughs> yeah, I can figure it out. I remember, <laughs> I remember thinking, like, I remember waking up one day and I was like so hungover and I just hated, because I, I had gotten to this bad rhythm of like, the social anxiety was killing me. Yeah. So I would drink to cover that up. And I, yeah. I was at a house party once and they were going around in a circle, like, I can't remember, doing some like icebreaker bullshit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I was so nervous about my turn and how it would be perceived. Oh, and I was holding yeah. a beer, yeah. but it was the first beer and yeah. I was still sober. And I remember like sneakily kind of like downing it. Cause I knew it would slow the anxiety. <laughs> yeah. But I also knew it was a bad move. Yeah. I knew it was a problem. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, well, we'll just have to deal with that later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna pick your battles here. Okay. We'll get through tonight and then we'll deal with that later. Oh
0: my gosh. But there was like yes. five
1: years where I was like, I just couldn't figure out who I was, how to fit in, and mm-hmm. like was just overcoming my anxiety and like depressive mindset with yeah. substances. And yeah. that was like horrific. Oh, yes. that's the worst way to do it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, yeah,
0: because, I mean, alcohol obviously is a depressant, and then the next day you're even more anxious because there's, like, a hangover oh, anxiety. You get in that it's, cycle. like, this huge cycle, so you want to drink more. Yeah. Um, but then, like, you want to fit in, so you want to, like, okay, I need to be present yep. in front of these people so they get to know me, but yeah. then they're not really getting to know me because, one, I'm drunk, and then I'm an anxious ball of anxiety. Yeah. Um, so it's this weird cycle do you still feel like you get into that rhythm a little bit or is it how do you do um, a then?
1: little bit and I just have to remind myself that like no this is just who I am and if they don't like it then yeah, fuck yeah <laughs> it's like, exactly. it doesn't matter yeah. you know like it, I'm yeah. too old to worry so much about everybody yeah but you still feel it I, I don't know I think that what I tried to do with it always is like Okay, because I had so many years, like I started playing drums when I was nine years old, Mm -hmm. and so in high school I was in all these bands and stuff, and and so in college I was like, I just need to join a band. If I can join a band, then I don't even have, it doesn't matter how I talk to people at a house party, they'll be like, oh I saw that guy play drums and he was good at that yeah. and then that to me in my head I was like that'll be some type of like social credit where yeah,
0: you have like something to talk to the person yeah, about has, you have like yes. it's like having like a list of like questions or like yeah. conversation starters in your mind like yeah. you have that common interest you have that I felt yeah. like if you
1: didn't have that you were just some like awkward guy at a party who like wasn't <laughs> making eye contact and was like weird <laughs> but if you had like a talent people would be like oh he's kind of like a artist type yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> you yeah. st- I'm not saying this is correct at all i'm saying this is my know, mindset but know at 21 feels, yeah yeah
0: yeah i mean i uh i definitely felt like all of the, i didn't like like i said i didn't have like the language for like the anxiety i was experiencing as a teen and like in my early 20s like in yeah. university like where like i'm, I'm having this like the social anxiety and i didn't have that language and i don't know why i'm i'm not you know, going to a bar or going to like a house party. And it's like easy. Like, I just yeah. feel this, like this, like pent yeah. up whatever. And like, I mean, I've definitely, uh, used booze to help, but like, it was just like, it was just me just like facing that and just feeling uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And like, it was only like when I started therapy in my, like, when I was like 19 um, god, we're I like wish I did that at
1: 19
2: oh, oh god
0: f- like I mean I <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh my
2: god that would have been crazy <laughs>
0: it would yeah it would have been it I 10 on 10 recommend I would have had
1: a job you uh, know. yeah yeah I'd be so much further in my goals on this <laughs> yes. planet if yeah I, I started therapy last year that's wow. fucking <laughs> ah. that's good though shout out to Chad <laughs> <laughs> no, shout name, out to Robin Chad yeah it's wow. horrific that's I, so funny I wanted to break up with him just cause of that I was like A yeah, Chad, Chad can't is, um, help me
0: you don't think therapist when you hear the name his, Chad his
1: name is Chaim but he was like, I want to be more relatable. So I've taken the name Chad. And I was like, dude, you need therapy. What the hell is going <laughs> on? He's just like a <laughs> motivational speaker, not a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, uh, so
0: you started therapy yeah. last year? I'm actually year. in
1: between therapists right now. It was okay, not so Chad out is not. Chad. Okay. Yeah, but for a while, he got me through like yes. uh, through yeah. a period of time.
0: Yeah, okay. So, okay, so um, yeah, so you like, how has it been being in therapy? How do you feel like the difference?
1: Oh, my God. If you don't mind me asking. No, 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 please. Um, Yeah, Yeah. there were some things I just couldn't do on my own. And there were a lot of things that I needed someone to go like, hey, that wasn't your fault. That was crazy. Yeah. And just like telling someone these things and Mm -hmm. like thoughts that I wouldn't share with any of my friends or anything because I don't want to be like too much or like overburdened or whatever. Yeah. And having saying that to someone and they go, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I'm like. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they like valid- like validated all these things where Absolutely. I'm like, so I'd come to him. You know, there was like some situation and that went really sideways with a person, and I'd be like, Here's what happened. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I-, I think I really fucked this up, and he'd be like, yeah. No, it sounds like you just met an asshole. Yeah. And just like, oh, okay. So I Mm -hmm. don't have to like harbor all the stuff internally. Like that that person was just a jerk. Okay. That's fine. And then I was dealing with, we can talk about later in the hardest moment or whatever stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming. But just all this stuff that was like out of my control. And I am a control freak. And that Mm. is where the anxiety comes from. Yes. So I just hit this moment where like too many things were out of my control. And I was just kind of like feeling like I was spiraling. And Mm -hmm. that's when I was like, all right. Okay, That's calling the backup team, like, it's not a... Well, good for
0: you, for like, I mean, a lot of people don't do that, they just, like, you know, suppress it. I
1: tried to at 23 or something, or 22, when I was up here, and uh, I had just finished being a student, and, Mm -hmm. you know, got my new work permit to stay in the country, and was in a bad spot as well, and didn't want to go back home, like, you know, mm-hmm. and all, at this point all my friends are scattered across the globe, so like I mm-hmm. didn't know where to head next. Yeah. And I remember calling a bunch of therapists in Montreal, being like Okay, okay I need something.
0: It's very hard <clears> to <throat> find a therapist. In Montreal. They
1: all called me back and we're like, We're full, we don't yeah. have anything, like unless you're suicidal, then like we got nothing. And I was like <laughs> Okay, well, I'm not suicidal, but I'm having a shitty time. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. So uh, that yeah. Sucks. So then
1: I just, you know, kept raw dogging it for another like five years. Yes. <laughs> <Just> yes. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. I I think therapists are amazing. I've been with my therapists. I mean, my first therapist was when I was 19 uh, was with her for four or five years. And then uh, this, the therapist I have now shout out Robin, um, I've had for six years and, um, I cannot recommend therapy more. Like it's like, it's just like you said, having this person that just like validates your thoughts or just like gives you a a different perspective Mm -hmm. and just kind of like rewires like, okay, this is a negative thought pattern. This is, or like, um, the only reason why, like I, I've been able to like actually like pursue things that I love now is because of therapy. Cause like for years I was just like, Oh, you just need to like, you just need to grind. You need (laughs) to like, you need to like, you need, you can being unhappy is fine. Like you're like, you know, as long as you're making money, like, it's just like, no, you're allowed to enjoy your life. Um, Yeah, so it's...
1: I asked my dad for advice one time. Oh, and, uh, parents are the worst. He <laughs> gave me maybe the most... And now, the older I get, the more it makes sense to me. Okay. But he gave me advice that a 40-year-old should have gotten or something. It, like, especially because if you think back of all these people, you know, he always says, like, oh, we stand on the shoulders of giants. Like, all these people who came before us, who got us here. Like, my dad immigrated from Ireland as a kid. Okay. Stuff like that. So there's this whole, you know, Boston Irish. There's this yeah. whole like narrative there yeah. of people who just suffered horrendously yeah. for years. And if you yeah. look at the family history, it's all like heart attack at 45, like horrific Oof. alcohol abuse. Yeah. It's like it's just yeah. a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. my dad gets the shot at like coming over as a kid to like a new land mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like he's not a citizen, but he's gonna go to school, he's gonna get his green card, mm-hmm. whatever, and mm-hmm. then like have all these chances at life. Mm-hmm. And then have a family and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so the advice he gave to me when I was like struggling with stuff was he's like, you know, at a certain point, like you, you it works hard and life's really hard, but like you come home you look out your front door, you have a beer, and you know you're doing it all for your family. And I was oh. like, I'm 23. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a family. <laughs> Who am I doing this for?
0: I don't even, like I can't even process that advice now. Nah, it's still tough I for me I still, now. like I kind of get the sentiment, it's just like, you, you're, it, it's for the greater good. You're working hard for... Like, I get it now. because your family, but you should also work, you should be happy. You should work like how you take care of the people around you is taking care of yourself first, for sure. Uh, but like my parents, like saying it's like generational, like that's the same thing. Like my parents are like, well, we have like, they just, their life was just taking care of their family yeah, and like making sure that like everyone was comfortable and, and hap- happy <laughs> what they perceived as happy. Right. Um, and like, as long as like there was food on the table and roof over the head, that classic thing, yeah. then like they're okay. Like then they're good. Like, that's what life is, it's just, but that's not. There's so much. No,
1: because now we're such a different generation where we had enough good things from our parents' generation. Yeah, for sure. And like, the economy and world was like, relatively good and peaceful, at least if you're from like, North America and Europe, like, this does not apply to every country. No, no, and even,
0: and yes, and then there's exceptions too. Of course, of course, absolutely.
1: (laughs) Mm-hmm. relatively yeah. we grew up in a time of relative prosperity yeah. in this part of the world yes where yes. like i think about like even my dad growing up in you know the f- first few years in a europe that had been ravaged by war and was still rebuilding right, right so right. you're like well we can't live here there's yeah. nothing here yeah. so of course you leave yeah so growing up in america in the 90s and early mm-hmm. 2000s it's like nah, no, dude we have yeah. Emo music, and oh like there's this new startup Netflix that's like <laughs> mailing me DVDs. Like, I have everything I need. This is good. <laughs> this, is, like, this is great. So, you <laughs> had the, it's like we had time where, where our parents didn't really get this. We mm-hmm. had time to be like, No, I'm gonna work on me, you know? Yeah, I'm like, Do stuff true. for me. It's true. For them, they had to like do things that they could, you know, send money back to their family. Oh. So, like, grandma, you okay. know, okay. has whatever okay. going on. So, okay. I didn't have any of that. Okay. My parents are like, Don't worry about us. You just have a fun life. Oh. And how like oh. amazing is that? Every Everybody should have that. Everyone that, should. That should. I love that. That should be what we work for as a society. Yeah. To give everybody like some loving parents, like yeah. no want for hunger and then mm-hmm. go out. And then you can fuck your own life up from there. <laughs> yeah. Then it's your fault. It's not, you know. <laughs> not to say everybody gets trauma from their parents in different ways and, oh, and yes. whatever. I'm not trying to. Again, sure. blanket statements require a few <laughs> disclaimers. But. Yes, yes. Um, are your parents, like, uh, retired now, or are they? My dad still, like, works, but years ago he started a business with his buddy, so okay. he's, like, 70-something now. He's going to okay. be pissed that I'm even saying things out. He's not watching the podcast. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Why <laughs> not,
0: Mr. Hernan? Please watch <laughs> Yeah,
1: Marty. If, if Marty! He's wa- if he's
2: watching it, he's, like, standing in the living room, like, yeah. watching
1: <laughs> you know, his, his No, he's a really, uh, it took me a while to realize that he was a chill guy I thought my parents were like so evil growing up no not evil I knew that uh, compared to my friend's parents they were like rational and in hindsight like very correct about things but at the time I just had like the rebellion in me yes I was like we need to play in punk bands and be like fuck my parents (laughs) like that's all I had I was
0: angsty too I was angry with my parents I mean I mean looking back I think rightfully so like they're they're just not very they're not good with emotions and I was I'm a very emotional person um uh, but I love them um but yes yes uh like my they were very different from other Okay. parents as well yeah yeah so go on so oh, like no. your 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 dad is now is still working like I was yeah. just gonna ask like um is he tr- finding himself now that he's older and having he's that known independent himself
1: for decades okay. that guy has always been okay I mean the Hearn inside of my family they just march to the beat of their own drum they do their own thing like okay. he's been who he's been okay. forever you know he's never gonna be on time for anything but that's <laughs> fine and the reason he's he's late, accepted that yeah. and the reason he's late it's not because he's being selfish it's yeah. i've noticed that he goes through the world and he'll just have conversations with every person that's he's just too friendly so
0: funny he has to
1: like talk to the person at the bagel place for like five minutes and ten minutes and ask about her family and stuff <laughs> and just like all these and i'd be pissed off as a kid i'd be like dad come on we're gonna be late yeah like, i'm talking yeah. with as that someone Annette, that's like
0: yeah. like anxious and like yeah. you and like are, you're like you're <laughs> very like you, you like control like i'm sure like yeah. that's why you like how ha- you're like you were like angsty and I, I guess, get the though.
1: anxiety from my mother for okay. sure. Okay. She's very like type A and mm-hmm. uh, she's living her life now. I think yeah. recently I was talking to her and she's like it's nice being this age, because it's no longer about worrying about my children, I'm just gonna worry about me now. Yeah, <laughs> and I was okay. like, do that.
0: Like, Absolutely, so know. is she finding herself doing new yeah, hobbies? Yeah, I mean,
1: they, um, so my mom's always tried new hobbies. Like, I started okay. surfing when I was a kid, she got into surfing for a while, oh, like really? that was kind of cool. Uh, cool. She doesn't do so much <laughs> of that anymore. And it's like yeah. cold surfing in Boston, it's f- yeah, frigid. My dad a, did that. that. Yeah, it's.
0: Your dad, he, surfed?
1: Yeah, he got he got into
2: surfing like in his like late fifties. Yeah, you can do it as an Does ad? he do like, it
0: on like the St. Lawrence River, like in, in La Salle? Yeah, you know, we live we live yeah. a block away from those. Oh. Yeah. So he,
2: yeah. like, he he doesn't go he doesn't go often. I think he's more into paddle boarding now. Okay. Yeah, he's always been
1: like interested in that. Oh, ah, So I'm trying do stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. they bought this little boat years ago and this boat has been a nightmare. It hasn't worked since day one. You know, <laughs> it's not we live in a town where there are some people who have like boat money, a boat and they money. like ride their little huge—not yeah. they ride their want have boat money. Dumb one boats day. around. <laughs> and I'm just like, I hate them so much. We always yeah. had this like we had this we had a boat still. It was a boat. Yeah. It was the shittiest boat. It would always break down. I yeah. so many times you'd go out and get excited, and like yeah. you wouldn't get it started. It you crank. know, yeah, <laughs> it'd be like having a bad car where you're like, please, 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 and you're like, and you're like ah shit, we're not going out. But it's like um. You know, my town, there's a lobster uh, mm. industry there. Yeah. So Ooh. my dad got, a, you know, he got these lobster traps when I was a kid, and mm. just as a hobby, he would go out, mm. and we'd, like, set lobster traps, mm-hmm. like, go fishing, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. that was really, so yeah. he has that as a hobby, you know. Now they just golf together. That's okay. their, you know, okay. it's a classic old people yeah. stuff. They're, <laughs> they're trying to leave Boston and just move to Florida, so oh, yeah. that's my, the my trajectory. What I
0: loved about growing up with my parents is that they always found new hobbies or things that they like to do. Like my mom has had, Three different careers in her mm-hmm. life, and I always it just showed me that like you can reinvent yourself yeah. at any point, or and inquire ho- different hobbies at any point, which is really cool. I think like uh, some parents don't really like present that to their kids, or like, yeah. um, we're like, I mean, I know a lot of people like our age that like, oh, like you have to figure out what you want to do, right? Like early in life, and then like do that for the
1: rest of your life. They were the people who, I mean, they wanted me to get a actual job yeah. but they were the people who were like telling me hey your 20s are for yeah. trying a bunch of stuff yeah. so even yeah. at moments in my life where I was stuck in a rut they were like mm. hey just go yeah. so again this is something where and we can talk about this in the the end section mm. too it's like so many okay they taught this us at Catholic school yeah. uh, <laughs> it's the only takeaway I have that was positive from Catholic school. <laughs> but uh you get your gifts and givens, these things okay. that you're born into that you mm. don't get to choose. Yeah. And some of them are really good, and some of them are horrific, yeah. you know, and yeah. you don't get to choose, you just get those things. Mm-hmm. So you have to be mindful that other people they don't get the same things you got. Yeah. And they have it way better, they have it way worse, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You have these things, you have to deal with that, and be a good person about it. Don't be yeah. a dick about it. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, yeah. like if you have something horrific, n- know that it's not your fault. Yes. And know that these other people who go Got stuff like yeah, yeah okay the system is unfair we'll yeah. try to fix the system but in the meantime like mm-hmm. you got to do what you got to do so yeah. I'm so grateful to have parents who are like loving and not abusive you That's know amazing. who yes. like told me they gave me every opportunity to fulfill whatever mm-hmm. passions I had yeah I wanted to yeah. play the drums mm-hmm. in a house uh, yeah. as a parent don't have your kid play the drums. <laughs> oh my god! I'd be but in they the basement let you. playing they let you full volume. Be you, <laughs> and they would just be like putting earplugs in upstairs, being like, "Oh, he's finding himself." Like, oh, would I do that for a child? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> know. don't know. You probably would. Yeah. You probably, probably. would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably.
0: Oh, but that's so great. It's Like stuff like
1: that. Like, yeah. You know, they were good. At, they were always like making sacrifices, and then I was the one screwing all these opportunities up. It's I mean, all you, on my you, shoulders. You were
0: finding yourself. Yeah, 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 you were exploring.
1: But yeah, so So, they were like they were pretty solid. I got no complaints on that. I mean, at one point they were even trying to like my friend had a you know mom who was. Uh, a little tough on him, to put yeah. it lightly, and mm-hmm. like didn't couldn't deal with like his you know ADHD and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, there was a summer where like he just lived at my house. Okay. And uh, you know we did that for like two summers, I think. And my mom was like, "Yeah, you just oh this is your home too. Just come over, Aww, you know." So like I they're like that. good people. They're I real good that. people. I yeah, love that. I love
0: that. That's so nice. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I hope
1: to be as good. Yeah. In general. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. You just you strive to be good, everyone. Yeah. Just strive to be good. Um, that's all. That's all
1: you want from life. Don't yeah. be a dick don't kill anybody you know <laughs> and like make it so, through this
0: uh, I want to switch gears yes, a please little do, bit please do. um I want to talk about comedy a bit yes um so you're a comedian how long have you been a comedian
1: um I guess about I have trouble calculating I think I started at 20 Six, but almost 27. Okay. <clears throat> I remember being so upset at the time because, you know, Harrison, I, I met him, Harrison yeah. Weinreb in the Montreal scene. Yeah. And he had started at like an outlandishly young yes, age. Yeah. And I just remember thinking by the time I got into comedy, I had already given up on my dream of being a musician. Mm. But that was the first dream. Yeah. And I had been in a bunch of bands and like yeah. gone on tour and like mm. we broke even once and that was the biggest That's thing. Amazing. I was like, we're going to make it. This is <laughs> yeah. unreal. And then that band slowly fell apart and I had always wanted to do comedy. I remember I okay. remember even when I was, like, 12 years old, I was in this band with my friend Mark, and we were riding bikes, and
2: mm-hmm. I was like,
1: what would you want to do if we weren't trying to be musicians? Because at mm-hmm. that age, we were like, we're going to make it. We're going to be mm-hmm. rock stars. <laughs> and he was like, nothing. I just want to be a musician. And I yeah. go, oh, oh, I'd be a comedian.
0: Yeah. And he goes,
1: oh, I never saying that back then, but then I never tried it. And mm-hmm. then I was really into music, and you have to really choose what hobbies to put time into.
0: Yes, But yes. then
1: eventually, like, I just started, I think I went up at, like, the Comedy Nest or something. Okay. I just... Went for it, and I mean, the, the at that point, I had a few friends who were like really good friends. They all came out, so. Okay. Gave me a huge false positive for the yes. first time I went up. I just, I just yeah. told like I yeah. can't remember the story I told, but I just told a story for like five yeah. minutes. Yeah, and I was like, I just crushed.
0: You, dude. I'm the best. I'm the next. Whatever. Yeah, I yeah. was like, I'm a
1: natural. Yeah, <laughs> this is natural <laughs> talent right here.
0: I mean, I think there's probably some truth to that for sure.
1: I think that for a long time mm-hmm. I had been flirting with the idea of comedy and the way it was. Expressing itself was at parties. I would always find myself like telling a story. Yeah, and a few times you get that feeling where like you realize everyone's listening to your story, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, oh, this feels kind of nice. Is, you know?
0: And for someone that came from having severe social anxiety, to yeah. that that's like huge. So that's well, then great. that's
1: addictive. And then that's a yes. problem, yeah. Because then at every party you go to, you're like, "Well, I want to oh. hold court again. Like, yeah. how, <laughs> how can I make myself the center of this?" And then that's like the ego. That's gross. Like you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. and that's problematic in its own way. Yes. Like comedy is an acceptable outlet for that type of mentality. Yeah. You can't just yeah. be that person all the time. Mm-hmm. And some people are. You hear stories of, like, uh, someone just told me this. Some guy who lived in New York in the 70s. He said he used to sell cocaine to Robin Williams. He was a crazy guy. Uh-huh. But he said Robin Williams was a nightmare because he was always on. They'd be at a party, yeah. and he'd just have to be the yeah. center of everything. I mean,
0: we know, like, I mean, there's definitely those people that I, I've known. Yeah. And, like, it's 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 exhausting. You They're, don't want to be that person. You don't want to be You really that don't. No, because everyone is exhausted by you. Although, maybe you find, like, your group that are, like, you know, feeding off of that and if like they like that.
1: If you're as talented as Robin Williams yes. then it'll work. Yes. But if you're not
2: you're just really annoying. Why are you hating the player's grind? He was, <laughs> right there, he was out there out <laughs> all the time. That's how he got good. He never stopped.
0: That's <laughs> true. It's true. <laughs> that's his grind. He's just on 20 it's like going up every night, you know, like that's but he's just doing it with his friends and family. Yeah. It's but that's exhausting. Like take a break. Take a break. I would like to see that person like when he's at home at night, I wonder if yeah. he's actually like dead. <laughs> like, yeah. he must expend all of his energy. All of it. It's, it's like
2: gonna like, be insane. You're seeing a dog when a dog like runs, you know, in their sleep and they're having, like, oh, they're having like the a yeah, running yeah. dream. It's like
1: Robin Williams. It's like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: so funny. So, so, yeah, I had started doing it at the nest and then the nest became, there's so much anxiety involved in all this with me. And, yeah. you know, I had not had a therapist during this whole time, should have. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I'd be up at the nest and then I got kind of comfortable showing up at the nest. Like yeah. I became familiar to the people there. So it was like, even though it was still nerve-wracking, and I'd be like pacing behind, like yeah. waiting for my turn. Yeah. It was like there's a you understood the rhythm. Yeah. So then I had to make the next step, and I remember going to I think I went to McLean's. Yes. And uh went to McLean's, got up there. This was probably after like two decent sets at the nest. Again, because mm-hmm. my friends just came out, so it yeah. felt like it went well. Yeah, yeah. So I went up, tried to do the same thing at McLean's. And oh my God, had yeah. just the worst yeah. bomb ever, but. I mean,
0: McLean's is back running again, yeah. he's oh God. good. But I, <laughs> yeah. no, I had a, a great time the other week there. Like, I, pumped I, me did. The night. I did. in I did, I was fun, I don't know, maybe it's been.
1: I, <laughs> I'm at a point now where I can have fun bombing. Mm. I didn't have that for Same. the longest time. Same. So like, I remember, I went up there, I bombed so bad, and I think Vance Michelle was hosting. <laughs> And so as I was walking out, he starts giving me this like pep talk, which was so kind of him, yeah. to be honest, because I'm he doesn't know me. I'm like this new guy that's just shown up. Yeah. And I I, you know, he gave me this pep talk that was like, hey man, you just gotta stay in the water. Yeah. As long as you just keep staying in the water, yeah. eventually that's there'll be a wave. wave.
0: That's good. And wave. I've
1: thought about that every day in comedy since then. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe, like, yeah, Vance Michelle and Harrison are the two people that give me good advice. There's plenty of people that have given me bad advice. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh but mm-hmm. yeah. It's just good advice. I
0: mean, shout out to Vance Michelle, shout out to Harrison. Yeah. I I love them too. Love Harrison was
1: the one he told me uh, people will tell you what they need to be true. And I like that as a corollary to stay in the water, because it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah the advice that I give to other people, I'm like, yeah. that's kind of the advice that I realize I need to be true for how I think about the world.
0: yeah That yeah. has to
1: be true. Yeah, they yeah. might find another way through life that that doesn't apply mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. and that's fine. It's just mm-hmm. that advice, I kind of need that. Yes. So take yeah. everything with a grain of salt, but also stay in the water. Keep trying.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. So now you're in New York City. Yes. um You're grinding there. Yeah, Uh, you're doing shows there. It (laughs) sucks. It sucks. (laughs) What's the difference between the Montreal and your Montreal
1: is such a nice community. I mean, it's nice. You do get to know everybody because it is Mm -hmm. a smaller scene, you know, Mm -hmm. for the English comedy scene. Mm -hmm. And I really like that the familiarity of going in because for me, with all this anxiety, like I need to get Mm -hmm. comfortable in a room before I can start to feel free there. For sure, and you know, to know, okay, I am you know good at this on some level. Mm -hmm. So now that I've in my head been like, oh, these other people, they've seen me do well enough that I'm comfortable to bomb now. Mm-hmm. Cool, because if you're comfortable enough to bomb, then you're free. Then it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're worried about bombing, you're trapped inside this like ego thing of, like, I need to look good yeah. here, yeah. Yeah. and that sucks, and that's yeah. gonna limit you. But if you yeah. can know, it doesn't matter if I do you know, well or not, mm-hmm. as long as I'm you know, challenging myself, maybe trying some new stuff out, maybe just having fun up yeah. there. Yeah. Then you're gonna have a good time for yeah. you, and then that's the difference. Yeah. So in Montreal, it was easier to get to that because it is like a nice community. People yes. are very supportive. Yeah. If you bomb at Grumpy's, nobody cares. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Um, And then going to New York, it's like, I think before the pandemic, I had been going down for like a weekend or two, maybe like a week, and I had started getting a few connections. Mm -hmm. And then, so I was thinking, oh, I'm going to move to New York. I'm going to have these existing connections. I'm going to slide into the scene. Yeah. And then COVID happened Ooh. and all those people moved back to like Ohio okay. and like San Francisco. Yeah. So and I was still like fuck it, I need to make a move in my life. So yeah. I still moved to New York, but mm-hmm. I did it with no connections. Mm-hmm. So it is really like starting over. Your Montreal credit does not transfer no, to New York no, at all. No. And then instead of like 30 English comics or whatever there are, mm-hmm. currently there's like 2000 comics. Gosh. Yeah. and they're spread among like 12 different micro scenes everywhere, mm-hmm. and the like lower Manhattan guys hate the Brooklyn guys, and oh, the, really? they think they're too soft and they're too very, woke like, and don't click-ish. have like, uh, okay. yeah, they think the Brooklyn people like don't have punchlines and shit, and they're all like her oh, wow. and then the Brooklyn people think that the Manhattan people are like just doing hate speech every night. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, That's so funny. And, <laughs> to a degree though, like, so I, I try to go, in all the worlds yeah. I, I try to like you got to make everybody laugh right yeah. so challenge yeah. yourself yeah. and i'm not like an offensive comedian by no. any stretch so mm-hmm. it's easy to be like oh i can make people laugh in brooklyn and mm-hmm. then uh and it is funny though cuz When you do go to Manhattan, you're like, I am hearing a bit more slurs out here. (laughs) (laughs) They're a
0: bit more loose here. And like the
1: Brooklyn mics a lot of times would be like, if you even mention trans people in a negative life, you're like, uh, you're fucking banned, you know? And it's like, well, yeah, don't you don't want to be running a mic. You don't want to be doing that. Yeah, yeah. it's a different approach. The Brooklyn yes. people are like, we will ban you if you bring that up. The Manhattan people are like, well, you're just gonna have a bad time. Because yeah. if you're like trash and trans people, you're probably gonna bomb hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so <laughs> it's like... If you don't slander them, we're banning <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, the exact opposite. <laughs> and then like Queens is, I don't know, Queens just has good writers. That's what everybody says, okay. I guess. Do um, you
0: have like a favorite like... I, don't I have, know, like, different days of the or, week. Okay. That,
1: well, right now, shout out to uh, Sonia running Black Cat on the Lower East Side. Okay. That's um, that's a solid spot. I mean, it is just a true open mic. Occasionally there's people. It, it's an, in a cafe, like mm. a basement cafe. Mm-hmm. I and, love like, um, a good cafe
0: with a, with a So show. apparently there's,
1: like, student, like, NYU kids working there. And then okay. all of a sudden, like, comedy's just happening to them.
0: And it's like it's, most
1: shows that we go to. <laughs> it's home. often not... Great, but it's uh, (laughs) but the room's really fun, and Mm -hmm. everyone—it's a room where people actually listen to you. There's so many mics where the comics are just waiting for their turn. They don't give a shit. Yeah. So you just gotta find if you're open micing, you have to find rooms that listen to you. And Mm -hmm. then also, there's a great show. I just got introduced, like friend of a friend. There's a great Friday show in Brooklyn called Live from Outer Space. I'm Mm -hmm. friends with a few people that run that, and Mm -hmm. it's a great hang. Uh, They have a great show, and then that's like so. It's like the two worlds where they have. Like okay. real professional comics on that show, like people who are on Netflix and shit, and then you're oh, wow. like open mic and stuff. I'm r- not saying I'm a really a part of that, but that's like <laughs> the aspiration. I'm okay. like, I'm a good hang there. I've been okay. up once at that okay. show, and then okay. I am mostly an open micer in New York right okay. now, almost mm-hmm. entirely, because I'm mm-hmm. still like, it's a freaking networking game i didn't know i thought that Uh, like for sure it's
0: a little bit like that here too like you uh, i hate the word network networking but like you you know it is what it is you gotta you gotta you gotta like make friends with People Um, and it's it's annoying, but yes, those are some of my favorite spots, though. Especially if it's like a big scene, like New York, like it takes time. Yeah, and especially like we've been, you know, not been able to do it consistently, or because of the pandemic, or like things stopped. Yeah, then you're, you know, it's you're still new at it, like in that scene. Yeah, but but are you enjoying your time there? I'm
1: really enjoying it. I mean, everyone, first of all, is lovely that I've met in comedy there. Like the nicest people. And um, it's good, there's always, I mean, there's so many mics happening Mm -hmm. all the time that you can always try new material out. And I've just gotten to the point where I can get a little bit booked there. Like, I'm really not uh, successful by many metrics (laughs) at all. Yeah, okay? (laughs) You will be, you will. Really, I've just, Because I've had so much life stuff in the past, you know, year or two, Mm -hmm. not to mention COVID, where so I've only really had maybe the last six months of just every day going out and just focusing on that. So I had to like rebuild everything from the ground up, Mm -hmm. and um, and now I'm at a point where like I'm having fun again, and it's it's just it's feeling real good.
2: But um, amazing, yeah someday amazing.
1: eventually but it's like mm-hmm. it's nice and now it's at the point where if i get booked on a show it's so meaningful to me yes uh, i'm like oh this is amazing yeah you know? it's still
0: meaningful to me when i get booked yeah. for a show and i never want that to go away i never want to be like that it's like oh yeah of course of course yeah. it's like no no no. like if, if a producer or comedian reaches out to me and is like hey i want you i'm like oh my gosh thank you like yeah. Um, I never want that to go away, because it it means so much. And I'm trying
1: not to do any, like, there's some scummy clubs that'll have, like, a bringer show pipeline they will like, promise Mm you, oh, you can get past the club if you just do these, like, three bringer shows, and Uh they're, like, I'm trying not to do any of that. It doesn't seem like it's actually promising it's yeah. just a way to like make money off of comedians yeah and their friends. yeah
0: very fair so. fair enough well yeah. we do have to wrap up
1: okay yes yeah, yeah. yes
0: uh but we always end the uh podcast with two questions yes. that i warned you about and you <laughs> said you had a crisis about it. oh <laughs> yeah yeah i know um but uh the first one is uh what is the hardest thing you've ever been through
1: yeah i was uh Thinking about a few things with this. And again, like, I, you know, everyone says that comedians, you know, had horrific childhoods that they're, like, Mm. getting over. And uh, my childhood was okay. It it wasn't that bad. Um, You know, just the anxiety and mental illness that, like, plagued me in my 20s were, like, horrific at times. And I really screwed a lot of that up. Mm -hmm. That was terrible. And then Mm -hmm. right as I, like, kind of figured that out in my 20s, I mean... I had a weird COVID. I got you know stuck outside the country, and mm. um, and then right as I was coming back, I hadn't been home in like two years, mm-hmm. and I got back. I saw like my best friend I hadn't seen for like a long time, and. It was kind of off, it was like a little bit weird, and then he killed himself the next day, and then that was oh like very quickly the worst week of my adult life. Oh, absolutely. Life. This is a guy who like I met the first day of high school, mm-hmm. and we got detention immediately because we wouldn't stop talking in class. Mm, yeah. So like, I love this guy, Yeah. you know? And we have a good group of friends, so it was like, mm-hmm. you know, everyone was like, we just have to be together immediately. Yes, yes. And then just sitting right. there, and you're going through like all these good memories, and it gets mm-hmm. kind of quiet, and then someone goes like, he was kind of an asshole, too. And they were, yeah. like, sharing all these other... Yeah, yeah. Remember that time it got super into atheism? Yeah. It was, like, <laughs> talking about all these things. And oh, my God. Yeah. But like, I mean,
0: that's, that's such a hard loss for sh- yeah. for sure a friend especially that ends their life like you
1: know people as you get older everyone starts slowly dropping yeah. whatever <laughs> <about>. <laughs> it just gets worse right i yeah. mean the older
0: you get the more people you know yeah. that have and died.
1: like when i was in high school it was the heroin epidemic in the east coast of oh, the wow. us so it was like okay. you would hear that like people would overdose and yeah. you graduate and like people are dying mm. that you like lost touch with but you're not like close to them it's something yeah. that happens and it's sad but you're yeah. not like close to them and then mm. when it happens to someone that's like you're they're your best friend mm-hmm. you they were the person you would text right when you would yes. show up in town the yeah. person that you would imagine what the future of your life would be like mm. together like getting to grow old as mm. friends mm-hmm. you get robbed of this like very deep thing yeah yeah I, I remember even uh, so that happened and I was already like oh like maybe I'm gonna move to New York but like I'm not really sure mm. like when or how mm-hmm. and that happened I remember like sitting there the next day like crying in my car yeah, <laughs> and just like yeah. feeling really sad and I was like, I'm just gonna move to New York. Yeah.
0: And just so do it. Life's I was too sure. It
1: was such a depressing mm. I mean, it's still one of those things where I'm like, I'll never be over it. Yeah, no. You at a certain point you, just you go, kind Well, of adapt. it has happened.
0: Yeah, that has that, and you adapt yeah. with having those feelings. Yes. Uh and mourning this person. Grief is
1: a motherfucker.
0: Grief is a motherfucker. Yeah. For sure. For sure. It's it's really hard. But I I mean I'm glad you had those close friends yes, to help you course. and probably still help you of course get through it yeah Um, yeah that's so I'm so sorry for your loss no
1: no I mean like yeah I'm at the point now I'm like it's happened you can't you can't change any of that you just gotta keep And he was a person where if I could make him laugh, I knew it was really good. Oh god. You know, one of those people. And he had such a great laugh too. So I still think of all these bits that I want to run by him. It's like "Ah, you just feel the loss and it really sucks. So Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know.
1: That happened like a year and a half ago or something. So I think Mm -hmm. in my mind it's the most recent horrific thing that's happened. So
0: absolutely. It's
1: either like me getting deeply depressed, screwing up my own life Mm -hmm. or like trying to process the grief of just like your best friend. Mm -hmm. So
0: yeah. Okay, and so what is the thing that you're most passionate about in life?
1: I guess the answer like should be comedy. Um, it doesn't
0: have to. Uh, there's a, a lot of comedians that haven't said that. I you
1: know. need to be building things all the mm-hmm. time. I'm like, a, I, I see comedy in the vein of building. I have this like it's kind a project. of project. Yeah, it's yes. like an art of build, and I think that yeah. art and engineering for me, there's like a, a closest mm-hmm. there. So like, mm-hmm. I'm always trying to optimize my life. I'm building yeah. things in my apartment. I'm like repainting stuff. I'm mm-hmm. I'm really good with tools and all those type of things. So I'm always building things, and then. Uh, I'm always making videos with friends. Yeah. I'm always trying to figure out how to make a joke work. And it's yeah. almost like math sometimes. Yeah. You just click it in the yeah. right place and yeah. try it out. So I made this shirt. Just I, I didn't want to You get made
0: it. that shirt? <laughs> oh my God. Zoom in on that shirt. I don't know if you can, but that's <laughs> no, amazing. I but I just have
1: all these things where <laughs> I'll get a moment of being like, I need to learn how to do glass blowing, And I'll just go out and I'll be like, I need to make, and I'll make like one thing and be like, okay, we're good on that. Oh my God, I, I the, love that. The two constants that I continue coming back to in terms of making things are mm. comedy and writing mm-hmm. and music. Mm-hmm. And they're very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. But mm. I need to be doing that. I have this dumb rock album I recorded after a breakup at 24, never did anything with, <gasps> unearthed, re-recorded a bunch of it, and gave it to my friend to mix. So in 2023, I'm releasing a rock album. Oh,
0: my God. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> and I'm just yeah, still... I will promote it on House of Stones. Oh, of... my God. Yeah. That means so much. Yeah, I think yeah. it's actually
1: going to be really good. Like I'm, I can't believe I, I, this. I
0: want to be the f- one of the first people oh to hear my goodness. it. I have to. <laughs> Thank you. And
1: then just like constantly, like comedy has given me such an outlet for- or, you know, it sounds so douchey, but like artistic self-expression. Yeah. Where I can tell stories and make Mm -hmm. people laugh and like find jokes. And there's this beautiful thing that happens, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a relationship between a comedian and an audience. And it's so fun. Oh, it's so fun. And the community is so nice. In all Mm -hmm. these things, like having community through art is so nice. So I think for me, the passion is always being creative and making new things in all of these hobbies and passions that I I have. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. never want to stop where I have yeah, that like never stop. Protestant work ethic. Yeah. I'm like, I just gotta keep going and yeah. then I won't die. Like, yeah. it's, I think it's from that side. I kinda,
0: I like that. I like how you said it. Like, your, your passion is projects. You like to I'm a like build big things. Big project. Person. Yeah. You like to build, like, you didn't say project, you like to build things. Well, like, projects is a good way to say yeah, it. Though. I yeah, have yeah, like yeah.
1: a million projects. Yeah. And that's why at the start I said, oh, I'm the ideas person. Yeah. I come I up with that. so it's many like, ideas. Yeah. I pull through on very few of them. Yeah. <laughs> and what I found is I'll, I really need to work with other people. Mm-hmm. It's like comedy is the only thing that I've been able to do by myself. Mm. Kind of, it, it still takes other people, but like yeah. it's more on your own terms. Music, I have to turn this over to a producer yeah. and an engineer yeah. to get it over the yeah. line. Like all this other the stuff. The collaboration
0: like, is yes. really what makes things happen. I need sure. other
1: people who are a little bit more Type A to help. Bring things over Mm -hmm. the line, Mm -hmm. and uh, and then that's you know that's community. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank Your you You're an amazing guest. Oh, uh, this was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so happy that you made time while you're here in Montreal. Oh, and absolutely. if we have any New York City listeners, please go see. Oh, follow David we'll Hernan. promote down there. We'll
1: get some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: go see David Hernan. Um, uh, yes, thank you so much. You've been a lovely guest. Thank you. I have to shout out to the funders, the sponsors. Um, I do have a shout out to a small business here in Montreal called La Pêche Nouveau which is a uh, beauty studio that specializes in waxing hence the name the nude peach um and their one of their missions is that they accept an uh, all body types so i really love that um so go get your you know your, your- your vagina waxed if you want that, <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> or Honestly, other parts of your body. Are there places that don't accept all body types? I, there, I mean, of. there's.
0: I think. I think it is a hurdle for some people okay. to go to those. Studios, okay, for the person. Like, yeah, yeah that makes yeah. I think La Peche Nou is uh, trying to put that out there. It's just like all Putting body size out. accepted. Yeah. Uh, just like come to us and we'll talk about yeah, your, yeah, yeah. your needs or your wants. Yeah. Um, so yeah, shout out to them. They're in Verdun, and you can follow them at. La uh, New on Instagram. I want to thank Zach Kicks on the ones and twos, um, Pentelis' studio, this wonderful studio, all the listeners, and like, subscribe, follow on all of our platforms. Uh, we have a website, uh, house of stone uh where you'll find all the links there. So thank you so much for listening, and thank you again. Thank
1: you so much for having me. I'm no gonna power. have anxiety about anything I said no, in the car. No, no, you
0: are amazing. <laughs> no, don't. This was
1: <laughs> so much fun. Thank you.
0: Uh, thank you you <laughs>